Hello and welcome to this week's episode of One Shot Dungeons. I'm Kyle, your Dungeon Master, and today we're joined with Jacob. Yay, it's a recap. Recap episode. Surprise! We said we'd do it every 10, so we're going to try to do it every 10. Yeah. Double the- shot of One Shot Dungeons. Yeah. Fuck. We, we broke it down to 10 instead of 20 because by the time we got to episode 12 last time, we we couldn't control ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Help tame this one in a little bit. Right. So we just get drunk by the end of it. Yeah. And then we don't have to go through another 10. <laughs> right. <laughs> so double shot, one shot, we take a double shot. Yep. I forgot about that. <laughs> you did until I <laughs> set it on your desk. <laughs> it's fucking huge. I'm, yeah. I'm not liking it. It's a it's a Thursday, not a Friday, so. Had to move shit around a little. Yeah, weekday. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Cheers. two gulps even in a tall glass yeah yeah i thought i was halfway or done when i swallowed <clears throat> it literally yeah it's like it pulls up all the way in it it's like my mouth is full Ooh. and then you have to drink once and then it's still in your fucking mouth <sighs> episode 21 where we left off on the last recap mm-hmm. that's the one where we played with savannah your girl yes we did and yes she is <laughs> yes so, it was just, yeah that's the one where I like transitioning from blowing up the Witten Empire, going to the farmhouse that had my horse that I just dropped off, and then seeing some glowing right lights in the shed. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, jeez. <laughs> and it helps with that pepperoni stick that I just ate. Just yeah, burping that the up. The great ant acid. It's the mix of the two, and it's a jalapeno <laughs> one, so it's got like a little bit of spice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we saw the, saw the red lights flickering through three different buildings. Mm-hmm. And I think I made my way to all three of them, trying to just assess the situation. Yeah. Yeah, I think you guys met up in the first building or something. I uh, think it was the third one, because I was like, I was looking. Did you just look into them, and then you went back and met her? <clears throat> yeah. Because I saw the horse thing, the first thing. Oh, yeah, the horse. I love, that's one of my favorite creatures. Yeah, I saw that, and I was yeah. like, I'm going to go check out the other stuff real quick. <laughs> it's a gory, hellish nightmare, and I love it. And then I uh, saw... The people in the house. The family. They were just chilling. And I was like, mm. Looks a little weird. I, I think I just peeked yeah. in the room and then left. And then uh, then the last one I found, Lilith, Savannah. Mm-hmm. Fighting a bunch of imps, yeah. I believe. Yeah. She opened a nice little portal to hell. Yeah. Because she was trying to resurrect her brother. Boom, boom. You got it. Yep. All three different times. She opened a portal in every single building. <laughs> and I still don't understand why she opened up a portal in somebody's house. <laughs> it's an important, you know, maybe we'll find that out when she comes back on. Yeah, that was the most fucked up thing. Yeah. Pretty funny. Just like, hey, guys, uh, can I open a portal to hell here? And I want to know why your brother went to hell. And we'd, 
Uh, secrets to be discovered. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. That was a fun one, though. It was pretty fun. We killed all those imps in there. I think she had some powders she mixed together and closed the portal. Yeah, she. you'd kind of be fighting some people off while she worked on some portals and shit. Oh, and I, I was invisible the whole time, just fucking with her. In that Were whole you? imp fight. I believe so. I totally forgot that. I think I was invisible. And she's like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and I was just running oh. around in the... Uh, the pillars and whatever right off the start right off the start yeah, okay. and then once we went to the horse back to the uh fucking what would you call that the horse thing <laughs> yeah the mesh it was awesome horse. so it was like yeah it was a big uh kind of pear-shaped uh massive ball of bleeding meat with horse legs sticking out in different directions and like four or five heads on it and they were all neighing and in pain all at once and it was like leaking all over the floor yeah dark Thick, blood-covered meat. Yep, and it was, it was huge. Beautiful. Yeah, it was yeah, and it was huge. about twelve feet tall. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, oh, I borrowed a horse from <laughs> Yobar, and I wanted her to undo the magic so I could deliver my horse back. And we tried that a few times, but she couldn't get the spell to work because she was so fearful, I guess, and felt rush. Yeah, some bad rolls, we'll say. Yeah, I think yeah. more than anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So we have to kill the horses or the horse, and then we go yeah. back into the, the the house and close that portal. Once we close that portal, uh, the family kind of turns back to normal. They were possessed by some demons. Mm-hmm. Day of the night there, wake up, she's gone. Yeah. And also, that was our first in-person session. Oh, yeah, it was. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, she's... I have the video. Time, so. Maybe one day I'll release it on YouTube or... Patreon. <laughs> Welcome to our Patreon. No. And this is where we plug it. I don't want to do no, Patreon. We don't have shit to yeah. do. Hey, let's do an extra ten hours of work a week. <laughs> Let me do my yeah. Put video in together or videos together. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'll I'll put something together. Make a uh, buy me a coffee account, whatever that's called. If you guys want to give us some money, what's that? A tip jar? It's an online tip jar. Hey, buy us some coffee. Yeah, buy us some coffee. <laughs> Maybe I quit my job. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah, that we get the recording studio going better and then boom, you guys get better content, better life, better everything. All right. So <laughs> we don't have this yet, but maybe we will. Someday in the future, your life will be better. <laughs> <laughs> because you made our life better. Yeah. All right. So session 22. <laughs> yeah. It kind of rolls in together. So I wake up and she left me a note. Lilith did. Uh, and just saying, hey. Sorry, I got to go. Maybe we'll meet up again, figure out what's going on with my brother. And then she also she also left me a ring that I am fire resistant. Oh, yeah. And I, I forgot about, about that. Yeah. I probably would have helped me somewhere in this next nine episodes. Well, you took a fire. Well, we'll talk about that shortly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, need a, I need to have like a board, a sticky note with yeah. all my stuff right here. Some sort of inventory list to yeah, keep track of. I know. <laughs> what do you know so session 22 like you said rolled right into this one yep uh you woke up and you heard marching i believe outside the building yes and it was a fuck ton of the witten guards mm-hmm. going somewhere back to the witten empire to the stronghold that was just recently blown up so there might have been a reason quite a few of them have been marching that way but yeah you're right who, off a main trail i don't know who did that mm-hmm that was recap one through ten, so we don't we don't talk about that. Exactly. Who knows? <laughs> I don't listen to this shit. Nobody does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> so as you hear the marching outside, yeah, the troops walking by, 
I uh, you go a, to investigate. Yeah, well, I rolled a perception. Uh, yeah, and then I noticed a man about five, 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 six up in the rafters, just hiding away. End up talking. He's hiding from the guards. I'm hiding from the guards. And what makes a better team? Both hiding from law enforcement. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck the police, <laughs> fucking pigs. They're guards. <laughs> <laughs> But keep in mind, all guards are bastards. <laughs> yeah. So buy that in our Redbubble shop. And nobody, we, nobody take marketing. that idea yet. <laughs> yeah, we're marketing things. We don't have anything more. But maybe I'll get people searching. They're like, holy shit, they got a shop. They got a Patreon. These guys are way bigger than I if thought. If they're listening to this, they know that we don't because we're just telling them no right after. <laughs> don't believe him. He's been lying to you guys the whole time. I have been. All right, so. I'm looking up that. This was with Anthony. From everyone cast. Yes, this uh, was. I did an interview with him right when we started this podcast. So it was like, I think we recorded two sessions. Then I went and did an interview with him. And uh, I talked really quick the whole way through it. And kind of stumbled along and told him everyone in the world should try D&D. And he interviews random people each week. And it's a, it's a pretty fun podcast to listen to if you're just looking for like, I don't know. It's that oddball interview type stuff. And it's pretty cool. Are you somewhat interesting? Go get interviewed by that guy. He's got a website. Fill it yeah, everyonecast.com. And he really will. Just like if you you feel like you have a weird story to tell, hop right in. He interviewed Ka, for God's sake. Yeah, and I didn't <laughs> play Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> um, we play with Andy. Right. So then we meet up. We're both uh, running from the law. We decide, or I decide, fuck, I got to take. You know, I got to go back to Yobar. I owed him a debt mm-hmm. because I just killed his horse. So I got to pay that off. Yeah. So we end up deciding to travel to back to the Adventurers Guild. And then on our way, we run into some issues. There's guards everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's a one scene in the forest where we do some like kind of funny stuff, trying to sneak around them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It doesn't fully work. So then we're on the run. But you guys kind of fucked up some that spider web, and then you fireballed the spider web. Yeah. And he he seemed a little disgusted by that. So I was describing. I remember him being like, "Oh, oh." (laughs) (laughs) This because the spider web was melting into his skin. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. And so we fucked that up. We're on the run, and then uh, we go through the gate. Through the gate, you have to pass by the guards and everything. Teleport. Yeah. Over that. But it makes a lot of noise, so mm-hmm. they well thunderstep does. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, and then you guys were boom on the run, took off. I believe you as you were closing in on the Adventures Guild, uh, you begin to hear a scream. Right. From the well, a little bit before that. Yeah. When we're on the run, I turn him invisible for forty five minutes. Oh yeah, I forgot about this part. And yeah. then I turn into an old man, and I'm just like t- trying to like oh play it off that I'm just an old man walking down the streets. Mm-hmm. His invisibility runs off. He has a disguised self. Yeah. He's got something. I can't remember what I made him, so probably. Uh, yeah, he's got a disguised self, and he turned into my daughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we're just, like, walking, throwing off the guards. Yeah. And then I hear the scream. hmm And we debated on if we should go or if we should stay. You yes. wanted to go. I wanted to stay. And you had, like, one hit point at this point? <laughs> I had, like, well, like six. like, ten or something. Yeah, it really was low. super low, yeah. Yeah, I don't always play smart. So that's where we called that one. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, because he went on his way. He's like, nah, I'm he not was, fucking with your shit anymore. Yeah, heading to the guild just for some safety for the moment. And 
Right. To hide from the guards. Yeah, because the guards were still... You guys ran into the guards on the way, and yeah, they were on your tail somewhat, but... We take off from that one to episode 23 with Jaron with the pot from the podcast Just Kiss Already. And I believe at the time they were only available on YouTube. I think they still are. Let me validate that. So they're still only available on YouTube, but it's a cool podcast. I listened to, I think, the first episode. Yeah. So he's never watched rom-coms, and his co-host absolutely loves them. I'm kind of in her camp on this. And she has him watch them as well, and they kind of break down and talk about, or she just explains them to him sometimes, and it, it's just pretty great shit. Uh, he is a part of the improv scene in Florida. Was it Florida? Yeah. Okay. Somewhere in Florida. Tampa Bay, Orlando, Miami, one of those places. Not right. Fort Lauderdale. Well, that, that place, yep. I've heard of it. Possibly there. He was a great improviser. It was a really fun episode with him. Yeah, I love I love fucking improv. Yeah. You got... Thomas Middleditch, Ben Schwartz. I mean, Those Scott Ackerman, Comedy Bang Bang in yeah. general. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to do, who's that guy? I forget his name all the time with a suit and tie. Bowtie. Timothy Bowtie. Timothy Bowtie? No. <laughs> Timothy Bowtie. Timothy Bowtie? No. It's, Bowtie. oh, he's so big. He does, he's in every animation show you ever watch. Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Tompkins. You got it. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's in every cartoon. You should have just said full get up suit. For some reason, I started imagining button ups with bow ties and Oh, everything. yeah. No, he's yeah. got suits, bow yeah. ties. Paul he's, F. Tompkins. He's the fucking any, man. Any, like, adult show that you watch, like, entertainment, mm-hmm. he's in. I mean, everything. Yeah. Mod Literally everything. It, not in... even animation, but every fucking thing. Like, well, and he does a fuck ton of podcasts. Yeah. He's, he hosts yeah. Threedom, and he's always on Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. If you don't know who Paul Tompkin is, that suck our dick. <laughs> no, don't do that. Go, <laughs> go listen to him. He's hilarious. He's fucking hilarious. Freedom's really good. Yeah, Lauren Lapkus, Scott Ackerman, Paul F. Tompkins. They play improv games at the end of every episode, and they just fuck around. Good show. So let's stop plugging theirs and get into ours. <laughs> hey, uh, everybody likes comedy. They listen to us. We're a little bit funny. Yeah. So if you like a little bit funny, you'll like a lot of bit of funny. <laughs> well said. <laughs> so. Jerome from Just Kiss Already. He yeah. joined us for this episode. Yeah, you met him after you heard that screaming coming from the from the swampland you were in. You were in the Marshes of Madness right. at the time. Uh, and you heard the screaming coming from that embankment, and you kind of went over the top. And what did you see? As I'm at the top, I see a lady against, or like her back is against the rock wall. Yeah, the embankment you're on top of. Yeah, and then I see uh, Jaren's character who... What, we fucked up his name so many times, and I might fuck it up now. Barabbas? Barabbas. Barabbas. Or Barabbas. I could be, I, yeah. <laughs> we don't know. We call them both. Barabbas. Yeah. <laughs> I called him Barb, and that was his mom's name. <laughs> <laughs> so, it looked kind of sus that he was attacking this lady, and you said that I knew her. Her name was Tilda. I don't remember meeting her. You said she looked familiar. Uh, She was familiar from an earlier bandit attack that you did but not the with lady the I... adventurers guild with the adventurers guild you were with the uh, with uh throg who's throg not throg my god i'm forgetting my own characters uh, throg sounds familiar but it might the be leader of the adventurers guild oh yobar yobar my god <laughs> throg was gonna be uh he's somebody else uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay so yobar yeah it was with yobar in the adventurers guild camp knee deep right you did a mission uh is that with uh yo-yo with the tree one? Because I remember Lady is what we called the girl 
in that was tied up because we forgot her name. You know, I'd have to go back and listen. <laughs> but it wasn't the lady that was tied up. No, I don't believe so. She was at another camp that you ran into, and I believe she got away at some point. Because I killed the one lady. I mean, there have been multiple ladies. Yeah, there's I been... don't have not ladies in our campaigns. <laughs> it's good. I'm not sexist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but I just don't remember Tilda, and it still bothers, okay. it bothers me. Anyway. Yeah. So, Tilda and Barabbas mm-hmm. are about to duel it. He's looking for a box. She's claiming she doesn't have a box. And we friend up, me and Barabbas, and I kind of felt like he might be in the wrong, but then a couple minutes later, it it turns out, okay, she's fucking stealing shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, Barabbas, I've still got only six, ten health from the last episode. I got to go. I got to go get something. Okay, you dip out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he goes, like, all right, I'll do some recon. So, of course, good good idea always is to split the party. See, <laughs> so we split the party. And he goes, does some recon. I go back to the Adventurers Guild. I ask Yobar, hey, you've got some Man. health, mana and health potions? Or just mana? Uh, no, he went and scoured the bar and bought up some potions, or he was trying to. Yeah. From a lot I, of the drunks. I don't think I was dying. I think I used a lot of spells. Is that what it was, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I just went there and got yeah, mana. Yeah, you did just get the mana potion, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he kind of wandered through the crowd. Uh, Yobar told him you can pick him, him, and him. Uh, the first guy was shit-faced, so he couldn't get much out of him. The yeah. second guy had a few potions, but they were kind of random. Wilhelm. Was that his name? Yeah, that was his name. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I think I asked another guy, Henry. Probably. That was the first guy that was drunk. Was there a lot of names I usually use? <laughs> <laughs> Wilhelm was an old guy. He was a gnome, I believe. Yeah. yeah. and uh, A shit-faced gnome, but he did have potions. Yeah, but th- it seemed like they were like, suspicious. It's like, yeah, this, this one will work. Well, he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> So I take that, I think I run into Yobar, oh, right beforehand, when I was talking to Yobar, hey, you got anything? He's like, no, but these guys might, yeah. and also, I'm looking for a box. I'm like, oh, shit, this other guy I just ran into is looking for a box, too. What a quinky. <laughs> <laughs> so I get my shit, I run out the door, because I don't want Barabbas to come into the bar, because Yobar might know, like, hey, this is the guy that's supposed to have a box. Yeah. And so... Yep. Because Barabbas was on a mission to right. get the box. And we already planned to meet at the Adventures Guild. Yes. So I ran out. I'm like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. And then catch him, go back to where he did some recon. He found out where the base was, did some fighting. I rolled on the wild magic table of fucking butterflies. Oh, yeah. That was pretty cool. And uh, got the box, delivered it. I still don't know what's in the box. Uh, that was for Yobar to know and you not. Yeah, exactly. I believe he told you that. <laughs> he told me what it was in reference to, but not specifically what it was. Yeah. Yeah. So that was session 23. Yes. I believe, right? Yeah. That's kind of where it left off. Yep. So that's when we hopped into 24 and 25. 24, 25, two-parter. With the worst in the industry, the podcast. Yeah. But I say it all the time too. It's just worst in the industry. Yeah. But look it up on everything, but I feel weird saying the worst in the industry podcast because the and podcast aren't a part of the name. Right. Worst in the industry. In quotations. Boom. Check out the bio <laughs> on the episode. <laughs> it's right there. Okay. Yep. Three guys. So, yeah. I wake up. Yobar's like, hey, come into this room you've never been into. I'm like, okay. And there's three dudes there mm-hmm. that are shit-faced or either high on shrooms. Yes. Get a wagon. 
Oh, and by the way, because I referenced the horse already, I paid off my debt to Yobar by getting him the box. Yeah. Anyway, so go in the conference room. Those guys are shit-faced. They need me to be their chauffeur, essentially, to... They're shit-faced, and they have to get to a town. Right. And they need help. It's a bit of a journey. He's leaving the Marshes of Madness for the first time and heading to Amandus. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, three guys. So this was our first time having multiple guests on the podcast as right. well. It was pretty fun. I liked it. It's, it's a bit of chaos. It is chaos. And it adds for some longer episodes, though. I mean, because you have everybody who want, everybody wants to do shit. Right. Why would you not want to do shit? You're, <laughs> you're doing- not, you're not going <laughs> to sit there and like, well, those guys are doing that. I want to do this, but I'll do that. No, yeah. you're going to do your own shit. You're yeah. going to do whatever. That one was a two-part because of that. So we get a wagon full of beer and whiskey. Yeah, some you, I believe, one of you guys, I can't remember who, uh, I'm having terrible memory right now with names. My journal is sitting right there and I could grab it. <laughs> Justin Tyler and Callan from Worst in the Industry. They all played super different characters. One of them is a large furbolg who is hooked on mushrooms. He's a druid and yep. he's constantly high. He said he was ten and a half feet tall. Fucking giant. Yeah, and that was Travis who played him. Uh his name's Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> yeah. I'm the worst. Uh Tyler. And then uh and give his, me another name. His uh his character name was Tristian. Tristian. Maybe that's what I was going. I threw the two D. Real name or play player's uh, name? Mort. Mort. Okay. Alistar. So Mort, that guy, uh, he's a drunk tiefling, a bit chubbier, I believe he said as well, and about five eight, five seven. Uh, he was a bit of a drunk, and he was a cleric. Yes, because yeah. he was the one that was going to do a funeral. Yes, he was hosting a funeral In where Amanda's. they need to get to. And that guy's name was Mort. Brian. What? What's his actual <laughs> name? <laughs> his actual name was uh, Callan. Callan, yeah. I'm guessing right. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I've said it three times and you keep guessing. I'm I haven't just, written. I haven't friend. listened. I'm just guessing. Yeah. I don't have the pages yeah. in front of me. I'm, I, yeah. yeah. I have, and I then the last dude, last dude was a snooty kind of warlock, right? Half warlock. Half warlock. No, no. No, All he right. was a- half orc. Half orc. Half orc, and he had a great axe. I don't think he was a warlock. Oh, he was a barbarian. Barbarian. There we go. Yeah. But yeah, so those three joined us. They were shit-faced, needed to get to a town, mm-hmm. and Cyprus was their escort. Yep. And we had a carriage to go to Amandus. Quite mm-hmm. a bit away. Filled up with liquor. We go on our way. Mort's the one who's the drunkest, and he's the one that drove. Yeah. He took off on you guys in the very beginning, too, and <laughs> yeah. stopped it. And He said, he's like, I got a license. I got a license right here. <laughs> and he and held he, up a bottle, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> it was like an, an amulet. Oh, yeah, his pendant. Or something. Yeah. And uh, so, sure, let him drive. It's fantasy, so it's okay. Yeah. Don't Who drink needs and drive. a license? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't drink and drive in the real life, PSA. Um, and so we go on our way, and on our way there, we hear some screaming. Uh, what happened in the first one? <laughs> well, we I hear- remember them as one episode almost, but it, well, it, it flows so well together. It, it is yeah. one episode, but goddamn, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it flows together. Okay, what about psych? So we hear screaming. Mort fucking hears it, and so does. Oh Christian. yeah. Okay, now I'm remembering. Then he yes. fucking pulls on the horse, hits those reins, yep. hits the brakes. Boom. I'm like, hey, let's not go. 
it sounds a little spooky because it wasn't like a real like blood curdling scream. It no, like, it was like <laughs> it was a ghost. It, it was definitely a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knew it was a ghost. <laughs> and like, let's go. I'm like, oh no. So we get off, leave our fucking carriage in the middle of the road for whatever f- reason, mm-hmm. and we find a little house with two wolves, three wolves. Uh, there was a small pack of wolves. We'll say outside. I, I don't can't remember, remember how many either. I don't remember how we got rid of them. Uh, I don't know. Spooked them. We got rid of them. I we didn't kill them. No, you guys didn't fight them. No. Yeah. I don't know. You got rid of them somehow, and then you guys approached the house. Yep. And it looked like everything was just done up. Yeah, it wasn't like a dirty, shitty mess. But right. this house was in the deep forest of the marshes, right, like was... off the trail and everything. And like you walked into a uh, kitchen or not kitchen. Uh, it was more of like a living dining room. Right. Yeah. There was a fireplace, some like seating. There was a table in the back. There was food still there. looked fresh. Wasn't mm-hmm. old. Yeah. All the candles were still lit throughout the building. Right. And then there was a doll on the table. I believe on the table, yes. Someone grabbed it, and boom, that's what activated a ghost. Things got spooky. Woo. (laughs) So, uh, we... Split up. Kind of, yeah. Some of us stayed in the dining room. Some of us went back to the room where we saw, like, a blood trail. Yeah, there was blood leading back towards one of the rooms. Right. And so, two of them go to the door. I think I might have been one of them. Try to open the door. It's locked or something, and a ghost flies to the door, attacks us. Somehow I get... That was... Uh, me and Mort. Uh, not Mort. Tristian? Nope. Oh. oh. All-Star? All-Star. Yeah. So he hits him in the chest. Yeah. I believe. And I wanted to go... I don't think I went to the door because I wanted to go to the other door. Yeah. Across the like way. A, yeah. And I grabbed the doll. I knew there was some relevance to the doll just because as soon as we grabbed it, that's when shit started going funky. Mm-hmm. Uh... So I'm trying to open up the other door, having a bit of issues. We're rolling con saves for uh, not being fearful. Ghost shit. And what's yeah, what's it, that? It does like a fear, basically. Okay. Basic, yeah, it could like scare everybody in the area around it. Right. So I get the doll somehow. I think I just grabbed it. Uh, Tristan might have had it. Anyway. One of them had it, yeah. So I'm like screaming, I got the doll. I got the doll. Let me in to whoever might be on the other side of the door. Mm-hmm. And then Mort's like, this doll, and as he points on on to it, oh yeah, he dispels curse. Yeah, and then everything's okay. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost goes away, and we're good. I open up the door and uh, look in the crib, and there's a baby in there. Yep. Now we're a, traveling up with a baby, a whole ass baby. Yep, a whole alive baby. Yeah, whole alive motherfucking baby. So of course we're not dickheads. We're not gonna leave a baby in a crib by itself. Coulda. That would have been fucked up. <laughs> so take Major. the take, <laughs> take the baby. Tristian turns into a goat because he yeah. thinks he wants to feed the baby. I was like, I don't. That's weird. You're a human turned into a goat. I'm not gonna feed. What was he gonna feed it? Goat milk. Yeah, but human goat milk. I don't know. I didn't want to do it. Druid goat milk. Either way, <laughs> weird. <laughs> so like, no, no, it's all right. So we make it back to the the cart or the carriage. Mm-hmm. It's still there, thankfully. Yeah. And You're welcome. Then we, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's the dice or it's you. Uh, most of me. <laughs> so we load up on the carriage. Mort's driving again. Tristian turns into a war horse to lead the other two yeah, like horses. Big ass horse. Yeah. Yeah. We end up conversing with the horses somehow through 
I believe you could hear them, or Tristian could hear them, or Tristian could talk to them, yeah. you could hear them. Yeah, yeah. So Fun dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a f- chaos of shit. Yeah. Uh, and Tristian just going on it, he's shrooming, he fucking just books off. I think he might have turned back into himself as he keeps going, and then mm-hmm. we all fall off the, the carriage. Uh, yeah, well, he, like, took off, and then Mort, I believe, like, whipped the reins ready to go as well. And there were a lot of ones involved, and people went falling and a tumbling yeah. down. No, that was he clearly did. we're recapping this literally right now. Right now, <laughs> <laughs> I have my notes that I have here, and then like the the description that I yeah. write in the pod. It's in weeks, yeah. Uh, my descriptions are shit in the pod, by the way. <laughs> I just like we're friends. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, so I think he turns off there, and then we all flip off the cart, and then once we flip off, we pick up on the next episode. Okay. And that's when he realized, like, oh, shit. Nobody's tied yeah. to me. No one's here. Yeah. And I think he's a human at this point. Or, uh, or or he was turning into one just then or some shit. Or he turned into one and then turned back into a horse again, used another. Like, oh. He was almost out of wild shapes. Because uh, yeah. he had the goat, the horse, maybe the horse, and then he was out. Like Yeah. And I think he, what happened was he was, like, the war horse, saved himself, flipped back on the cart mid-travel. At some point. And then that's when he whipped it. And we fucking yeah tumbled off. yeah because there's a big point where somebody's like I'm gonna tie myself to the center of this cart and I was like roll I love survival <laughs> not checks yeah they're probably my favorite thing about D and D it's not a rule but I have adapted it as one you roll survival checks for tying knots and no matter what you roll it always seems all right <laughs> seems good to you <laughs> seems good to you <laughs> and somebody tied themselves off but they untied themselves at one point which was kind of disappointing right because. Fuck, he would have lost his head. He would have been hung. <laughs> Once that carriage went rolling, you guys dropped out. So roll off. I've got the baby in my hands. We're all right. Yep. And then and Mort was holding his bottle of whiskey, yeah, carrying it like a baby. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think we're watching Tristian just fucking go. Go. And then we're walking because we have no other choice. And then he finally realizes that we're off. Turns around, picks us up. We continue on. We run into then. A construction site of frogs. Some road work. Yeah. Yeah. And then this is where the dialogue gets funky again, because <laughs> I can't speak frog. I can comprehend it. Bullywog, I believe, or something. Right, right. Shooting off the top of my head, but yeah. And uh, I call him Mr. T, but Tristian can speak. He it. can speak to them, but he can't hear them. Right. You can hear them, but you can't speak to them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just a clusterfuck of a circle. Right. So I shapeshift into a... Sexy late... frog. I believe you said... Uh, Jessica Rabbit. Jessica of Rabbit. Frogs. Of frogs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm a consort for the king in their area, trying to play that off. Like, oh, blah, blah. But we come to find out that the reason you can't speak to those frogs is because you have brain damage. <laughs> That's the story. That they was your reason. That wasn't my reason. That was their reason. I just their reason is yeah. you had brain damage, so you couldn't speak anymore, and that's why you hired a frog <laughs> to guard you and be your speaker. I guess. Yeah. Even though you'd whisper to him, right? They said my mouth was wide shut or something. Yeah. I don't know. I just went with it. <laughs> I didn't like it. Anyway, we talk our way out of that. They after, kind of allow you to pass, but the after, road's closed. Right after some frogs. Want to have sex with sexy old One me. of them. Yeah. So, like, they close the road somewhat, so they give you a detour. The detour path, you have to push your cart through. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then one large frog kind of takes a 
liken to you, and it gets a little weird. <laughs> yep, but we make it out all right. Yep. And then once we get past, we go through the forest, or an, kind of an open area in the forest, which is like kind of deeper, and you're starting to hit the end of the woods, and trees are kind of a lot less dense, and it's kind of opening it up into a little bit wider. Right. Yeah. And then as we ride into this place, there's the vines start taking some of my friends. I think they got more, not more, Tristian and Alistar. Well, yeah, they yeah they start to notice like kind of shadows dancing in between the trees. Right. And they get grabbed by the vines. The vines kind of break through the bottom of the cart and grab onto a couple of them and right. hold on. And me and Mort are okay. Yes. I think Tristian breaks free. Yeah. And then Alistar is kind of stuck there. This is where I lose and then, a little bit. So got, that's when the beast appears appears and he's kind of i forget who's speaking to him or maybe tristian is kind of hearing him through his tongues again but he's saying like because he's got he speaks stay out of my forest basically right. he's it was got uh, old school drew druid it was uh oh my god sil sylvestian or... sylvestian sounds right i feel like we haven't played dnd enough lately <laughs> yeah i'm falling out of my yeah my coats uh but he can speak some, like, Elvish and shit, and he kind of overhears them saying, like, these dirty humans basically think that they could come to my forest, right. and it's pretty pished. 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 Pretty pished. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's a large humanish figure with a Goat. skull and antlers. It's a Leshen from Witcher 3, basically. So, yeah, we fucking fight that thing. Yeah. You fucked him up. Yep. And then I think Alistar was the one that was off the cart, and he's, like, trying to run up to it, and... He's like trying to reach onto it. And he's asking us for help, and we're not helping him. <laughs> One of them, yeah. <laughs> it was it's either Alistar or Tristian. I think it might have been Trist. Sounds good to me. Yeah, beautiful. I love it. And then, so he's running, trying to get on the cart. We're just ignoring him because I'm throwing fireballs at the fucking beast. Yeah. And think as we're about to leave, I do like a final blow to this guy. He dies. Mm-hmm. Like. Stop the cart! Stop the cart! Because I want to go fucking steal this guy's skull. He's got a fucking nice head. I want that. I want that. <laughs> yeah. A trophy. Yeah. So I take his head and I found a notebook with it that I yeah. can't read. No. Right. Yeah. So I got to look and see if comprehend languages allows me to read. Yeah. Don't know. I don't know Should probably look it up. Yeah. <laughs> so then I can do an hour at a time reading a book. Yeah. Spending some time checking it out. What's yeah. going on? So got that book. Got a skull. Hop back in the cart. I feel like we've taken a long time. This is two parts, so it might be on. Uh, got the skull, got the book. We make our way, out. yeah, back to Amanda's. Mm-hmm. I've still got the baby, got the skull. Now I've got the whiskey's gone. They drank it all. Yeah. I got some beer still left in there. I forgot this entire time. Always forgot you guys had a baby. Yeah. Brand new ass baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I totally forgot to mention was in the carriage, there was a note that said, oh, if you're reading this, I'm dead. Take. The baby to my sister. Yeah. So dropping those guys off, and once I drop them off, that's where the episode ends. Yeah, you make it to the city. Everybody kind of says their little heartfelt goodbyes. Right. Mort is very cautious about, like, he's got to sober up and all that stuff because he's got to do a funeral. Yeah, in the morning, and it's like 2 or 3 in the morning at that point or some shit. Right. Yeah, because you roll into town late. Yeah, it's 2 in the morning. Yeah. I remember holding up the skull. And I'm like, hey, does anybody know where I can sell this thing? Yeah. And there's like two drunks in the street. One of them's Mort. <laughs> and then the guy's like, go check out, oh, I forget what his name is, Vex. Go check out Vex. Yeah. In the morning. Oh, okay. 
So, so in the meantime, you had to drop off the baby right. by yourself. Right. I've got some general... That's where that episode ends, and then I pick up with like some general knowledge. There's an episode with just me and you at the beginning of where the yeah. sister might be. Mm-hmm. So I'm rolling through this town. I believe... Didn't the note say something or no? Uh, some by a mountain or a hill yeah. or something like that. The south of the Nevermore Hills right. or something. Yeah. Or east or west or something. Something like that. West. West. It's west. <laughs> so, <laughs> going over there, trying to drop off this baby, two or three in the morning, finally find where it's supposed to be, and she doesn't give a fuck about this kid. The she, baby, no. You, kinda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, she's like, oh, hmm, come on in. And she doesn't, I'm like trying to hand the baby to her, and she doesn't take it. <laughs> she's like, have a seat. I'm like, all right, I have a seat. I'm like, I finally give her the baby, mm-hmm. and then she like just sets it down next to her. Yeah, like on the seat next door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, all right, cool, here we go. She's like, oh, have some tea. You know, you seem familiar. She's really pushing the tea. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. I'm like, because <laughs> uh, I'm disguised as... An old man. Still. Still. Yeah. I believe, yeah. Yeah. You kind of changed out of it at one point, but then you went right back I was to the a, old man. I was the frog, then back to oh, the old yeah, man. Oh, yeah, frog lady, then yeah. back to the old man, yeah. And so she's like, hmm, you seem familiar. Have some tea. And I'm like, oh, this tea's going to fucking blow away my deceitfulness. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, 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 drink it, drink drink it, fuck it, whatever, let's see how this goes, I'll drink it. And as I drink it, I still say the same. So. Yep. <laughs> Regular ass tea. Yeah. Just tea. She just wants you to be comfy. It's yeah. three in the morning. <laughs> and so we like go, get into some talking and she's like, mm, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, do you know, have you heard of the Red Hook gang? She's like, hmm, no. As she smiles or something like that. I'm like, oh, that's funny. And I pull out my pocket watch, click it open because it's got the Red Hook symbol on it. Mm-hmm. And as I click it, I turn into my OG self, Cypress. And she's like, oh, you're Cypress. I know of you. Blah, blah, mm-hmm. You want to know where you are from? I'll send some spiders over to this guy's house, and he'll tell you where they are. But during the time, I, for some reason, I only caught, oh, there's spiders at this guy's house. Go save them. Well, no, you couldn't figure out where he lived because he's secluded, kind of. Right. Well, she and, said. But he knew where they were. So, like, as a way to help him to then get him to give you information, you could go help him with his issue. But her old, his old friend lives within the town, and right. she knows the friend who's attached to him, and he has an issue. You help him with the issue, that gets you your information. Right, right. So this episode, we were joined by, this is kind of where you come into her. Yeah, Kayla. you go meet Kayla. her at a bar, Kayla, uh, and she hosts a store. It's only through Facebook currently. I don't believe, yeah, they didn't have an Etsy. But it's uh, Sedum Hollow. Yes. You can find that linked in the episode description. She makes really cool, like, custom... Uh, dolls. Dolls. I don't really know how to describe them better. They're, like, the weaved. That's not a good way to say it. Weaved. Uh. <laughs> we No, it's not weaved because it's more crocheted. She makes cool custom crocheted dolls and yeah. uh, other D&D products. But it's all related, like, in the fantasy realm most of the most of her store. Yeah, a lot of the shirts, the duel, the duels, the dolls are pretty fucking cool. They're 30 mm-hmm. bucks a piece at the time. They might be a little more. For the custom, too. Like, you get a change and tell her what you'd like off of yeah. it. Yeah, and, and I think every accessory that you add onto it's like another $5. So if you want a great axe or if yeah, you want actual some, weapons in the doll's yeah. hands, which is pretty fucking, fucking cool. cool. For $30, $35, whatever. It yeah. is, it's fuck. That's awesome. She's got a lot of shirts on there, too. And then she also has... These like dragon eye pendants out of clay that were pretty Those cool. Those are pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you're into that shit, go ahead and check it out. Yeah. Sedum Hollow on Facebook. You'll have to find it on the Facebook page, but it's there. Check her shit out. Right. 
So yeah, Natasha is the lady that I just met, the sister of the baby, mm-hmm. her the baby's aunt. Natasha tells me, "Hey, go see a lady called Safi, 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 yeah, at a bar. She likes to drink or mm-hmm. whatever." So I'm like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna stay the night here. Inside, <laughs> sleep, peace out. Just run out the door the next morning, and I go find some bars in the town that I just dropped off those guys at." Yeah, and that's where you run into her. After a little bit of moving around, she's a retired adventurer, and uh, she's fairly easy to spot at a bar at nine in the morning. I believe you had to go to a couple bars, but you ran into her. Right. Yeah. She was playing cards at the time. I was like, oh, finish your game. She's like, nah, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she knows where this man, Tusk, lives, where he's at, and he's the guy that knows where the Red Hook gang resides. So I get Natasha with me. Um, I offer the skull... The the demon skull in mm-hmm. return of her favor. Yeah, to, to pay her, yeah. basically. So we do a little montage of like putting the skull over her apartment mantle or fireplace mantle in yeah. the apartment. You two like standing back looking at it. It's level, <laughs> is it not? Yeah. And fixing it, moving back again. We're like, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> so then me and Kayla get back in the car and I think I let her drive because I've never driven or whatever. Yeah, they left the horse. They all hopped off the horse, leaving you with the carriage and everything. Yeah. And I don't believe you moved it. No. <laughs> then, yeah, so she had more experience riding horses and whatnot. So go have her drive it. I think she rolls a 91. We fucking dive off the trail into some bushes. Mm-hmm. Have to pull it back, continue on our way. And I think I'd take the reins at this point. And then we make it towards Tusk's house. And as we start making it in there, we see everything covered in spider webs. Yeah, it, like, starts gradually of, like, bushes being covered. Right. And then it leads up to, like, tree trunks. Then, like, the tops of the trees are just all white, and it just gets denser and denser at that point. And for some reason, again, I feel like I just spaced the whole thing that Natasha put these spiders here. I thought, like, oh, Tusk. You thought it was just spiders. Yeah. Like, (laughs) Tusk is, like, let me know that he's got some issues. (laughs) Help him out, and he'll tell you where to be. I'm like, okay. So I'm like, all right, well, i got to help Tusk. We get there. Uh, We walk through the trail because i don't want this you you go up close you see the spiders then you back the carriage up and park the carriage outside of the spider zone and then head back in right and then we make it into tusk's yard whatever you want to call it start blasting spiders there's a giant spider on his house trying to dig into his house destroying it Mm -hmm. finally kill the little spiders the big spider makes it into tusk's house breaks through the roof yeah tears that shit to pieces we bust through Tusk's door, and he's like, it was unlocked. <laughs> yeah, you guys, one of you guys is like, I kick it in. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you could have just opened it. Do battle with that spider. Uh, yeah. Me and Kayla feel bad, and we do, like, another montage of putting the house together for a couple days. Yeah. And, like, move that wagon, extreme home makeover style. <laughs> yeah. Like, boom, the roof's back on. And then I'm not going to make Kayla walk all the way back to her house, so I the driver back to the town. Oh, yeah. And then that's where we end that one. Yeah. Right. On to episode 27. So this one, uh, the guest from this, amazing role player. Jonathan, a.k.a. Rurik. Yes. So he is someone Jacob knows somewhat already. Right. Through a bar. Through my brother. Through your brother. Through my brother. That at a bar. Also met at a bar. Because <laughs> <laughs> him and Jonathan have been friends for years and years and years. Yeah. He was the best man at his at this guy's wedding, and I met him one time years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, my brother, was advertising for our show, telling mm-hmm. people to come listen, which is cool. You the should king do it he too. Is. Yeah, <laughs> tell your friends, tell your family. 
Yeah, Kyle's mom's listening to our shows. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your mom to listen to the show. That's how hot we are right now. <laughs> yeah, we got moms listening to the show. <laughs> so, uh, I drop off Kayla, go back to Tusk. Tusk's like, hey, come ride with me. I know where they're at. I do want to mention one more thing about this guy, though. John- about Jonathan. Yeah, not this guy, but Jonathan Rorick. He reached out to us through email, and that's how we got him on. So... You motherfuckers. <laughs> Come be on the podcast. This guy gets two episodes out of it. <laughs> Come on. You want to be on it. You listen. We're shit. You're great. Come hop on. Play some D&D with us. Reach out through email. And that's how easy it is to get on this podcast. That's it. So now we can pack into it. <laughs> you go and meet Tusk. <laughs> go back to Tusk. Tusk says, all right, hop in the wagon. We go to where the Red Hook resides he's like all right they're in here i'm like oh you're not coming he's like no i'm like all right well take care of my wagon then and so i make my way into this small cave and as i do some shit with my pocket watch i get in there and i oversee like i'm at the top and i oversee like the town of the red hook gate and as i'm watching and like just kind of looking at the town like there's an elevator that comes up and here comes rorick yes and Rourke knows of me, Cypress, because I, I turned into Cypress Cypress. Yourself. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, I know you. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, fuck, we all thought you were dead. Let's go have a fucking drink and let's party. So that's what we do. This is a lot. This, <laughs> in this episode, it's a lot of fucking role playing, which I love. A lot of fucking just hanging out, drinking, bullshitting. Hopping bars and fucking around. Right. That's what and, you guys did for this session. Yeah. And Rourke fucking plays. Jonathan plays a good Rourke. Mm-hmm. Very good role playing outdoes me by far it's a character he's played for a while now and he wanted to bring it into this story which i was because i asked him originally i was like hey so like do you have something in mind that you want to play which i generally ask people who have experience playing i'll ask them do you have something you want to play or something you have in mind i can fit that into the story but new people i just make them shit and they can play that or if you're if you want to email us and you're a new player and you want to make your own character yeah we can guide you through that exactly but this is one that he had had written. He had a backstory. He's played it in campaigns before. Mm-hmm. And it's a character he's, he's used to. So right. once he hopped into it with you, his role play was just, he was already locked in. Right. He didn't have to figure out weird traits or anything. And, and he backed it down a level just to play yeah. with us, which is not too bad. So It was fun first session, though. Yeah, it was. We fucking go to a bar drinking. It's, it's still early in the morning. Like, oh, it was like 11 in the morning and you guys are at a bar and it's like somewhat empty still, but. Right. And so he's like, all right, well, I got some shit to tell you. I don't know if there's open ears around. So he takes me down this pathway. He's like, hey, there's a guy named Anchor. Anchor's doing some shady shit. He's it's crazy. He locked himself and he's the mayor or kind of he's the, like a the general, leader. Yeah. Like oh. a general of the Red Hook gang. Right. No sense. The, the president at the time. Right. He's like, he's locked himself into this room. Don't really like what he's doing. Uh, you might be the guy that helped me. I'm like, all right. Locked himself in by blowing up a bunch of rocks to seal the door in. Shut. Right, right. Yeah. Not just locked himself into a room. <laughs> <laughs> no, he locked himself. Locked himself yeah. In. So we're already pretty drunk at the at this point. And so we're like, okay, well, let's rest. Like, let's party on to the night and we'll rest in the tonight. Well, fuck. Jesus Christ. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, <laughs> he says, hey, we're already pretty drunk. Let's continue to party tonight. And in the morning, we'll go and we'll get this guy out. Mm-hmm. So we go back to the bar. Apparently, Cypress back in the day was a player. 
Uh, you'd talk to some ladies here and there. And some dudes. And some dudes. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. And the bartender was always giving me eyes. She's like, hey, you ready to go tonight? I'm like, I haven't had sex since I forgot yeah. what who I was. Don't know you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we teach some people a dance before then. We're just fucking shit faced. Yeah. And then I wake up in that lady's room yeah. with Rorick pounding at the door. And he's like, hey, let's go. And so we get some breakfast. I take another green liquidy kale shot that looks like sure <laughs> well because we get breakfast and she's like can i get oh, anything yeah. thing else I'm like just give me your strongest shot and yeah she comes back with a green yeah kale looking like shot. slime type shit yeah so i take it and then Rourke is like fuck i guess we're doing this again and as it gets delivered he looks at it he's like that's not liquor and he fucking <laughs> tosses it over his shoulder yeah. <laughs> and i drink it and i throw up in a cup yeah toss it outside I feel like we get too, I get too much in detail of like recaps, but it works. You go to the weird small detail. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's other stuff that to, to be covered, <laughs> but you pick up the small details. Yeah, I'm like, it. I'm just recapping it all. <laughs> that's why I just listen. I'm like, okay, that's what you picked. <laughs> <laughs> that's the detail you're going to go over. All right. <laughs> like the battles, you know, you just fucking slash and hack and then yeah. you know, the role playing is like, all right, this is what happens. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> more story, more story. I'm trying to give you the meat of the fucking, th- but this isn't meat. This is yeah, the, the green shots, <laughs> not the fact that you guys then wake up, meet together, and head towards the same tunnel you kind of had your little Pow-wow. talking last yeah. night. Uh, and it's kind of with a better bit of vision going on and not so drunk. You notice that it's a large construction site, and he tells you that that's the old path into the chambers that was never finished. Right. So you see. About 40 foot tall scaffolding built up the large side of a cliff edge. And then past that, there's an old cavern leading deeper in. So you guys have to determine. And there's also like an elevator. Uh, Yeah, like a, uh, yeah, it's a lift. They basically made a pulley system to lift their material up to the top. There's scaffolding built on one end and then a half built kind of uh, switchback ramp that goes up the cliff edge as well. And you guys are kind of deciding what way to go up that right yeah, system. I think it's key at this point to mention that Rorik is a man that only has one hand. Yeah, we should, probably should have done his character a bit more justice yeah. off the top. Yeah, he's a dwarf with one hand. Uh, usually just has a stump out, but he has a prosthetic steel iron hand, fist. iron fist that iron he fist. tosses on for fights. Uh, but yeah, so he climbs up the scaffolding first. And he does well, and I do terrible. Yeah. I fall off. Well, he goes up and ties a rope for you. Yeah, because I fall, I keep falling off. And so yeah. he's like, all right, well, I'll tie off a rope, drop it down, uh, try to climb up that rope. But the thing he ties it to ends up... Well, he rolled my favorite check. Oh. A survival check for knots. <laughs> I believe he rolled like an eight or a nine. I was like, it sure feels great. And he's like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, and then you begin to climb up that rope. And I do terrible again. You do shit about... 10, 15 feet up, you roll like shit. And he's kind of trying to hoist you at the same time. Right. So he's got it tied off and he's also like belaying. Is that what the right word? No, because belaying's jumping off. No, yeah. He's he's just kind of holding the rope and, and trying, trying to, to pull, pull you up. At the same and time. he's about 40 feet up on top of the scaffolding. Uh, and as you're going up, you roll kind of bad. And for his strengths, uh, he, he, he rolled, rolled a, a one. Yeah. So he, as I'm climbing up, he's getting yanked down. Yeah, the rope. and then the rope comes undone from the scaffolding, and you dropped about 20 feet or 10, so, 10, 10 or 
Yeah, 10, 10 feet 20, or so. Maybe. Yeah. And he dropped about 40. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I took 12 points of damage and he took 20 something. 27? Yeah. Something like that. He had a bit of a tumble. He fell down pretty heavy. Then you guys re. We run out because the scout. Oh, yeah, the scout starts falling. I forgot about that. And we're fucking, we're like, oh shit, we're booking it. I try to save him as he's falling, but I mess. I better step up. Oh, trying to get him. (laughs) And then he, I see him running because I missed him. Like, oh shit. So I thunder step back down and try to like run out. And the the fucking, the alleyway that we're in is just fucking dusted and covered in clouds. Yeah. And it's like blowing into the city itself. So we wait for that to settle down and we're like, kind of like, oh shit, people are going to notice. We run back in, and we like, oh, okay, we'll decide. We'll take the lift this time. <laughs> yeah. The lift is pretty easy. Not too bad. You <laughs> <laughs> just had to unload bags of uh, material rocks. or as rocks. Yeah, just un- unpack the stones from itself. And, uh, yeah, then the lift was usable, and it began <laughs> rising into the air. And as we get to the top of the lift, we notice that there's, like, a little pen holding it together that's kind of, like, shaking. Yeah. Almost kind of shaking out. So we... Hop off the lift, get to the top, and then as we get, there's a door there. As we mm-hmm. get to the door, we see a rock with a ring, ring and a shaft. Just the ring, or was it the shaft at that point? Still, it was a shaft too. I think a the ring shaft and a shaft came in later. The other part, the top of it, I think it's like a ring with a little a piece of a, a shaft, not the whole shaft. Shaft, shaft. <laughs> <laughs> Big old shaft, <laughs> big old metal shaft in a ring. Uh, so I have the picture drawn here okay. for Kyle to describe it because I did not understand it. It's more of like, okay, think of a diamond ring without the diamond. And then yeah. that, the prongs are more of like a, a circular part with like a threading inside. A of cylinder. It. A cylinder. With the thing threading you. on that. Yeah. Something like a shaft. <laughs> a tiny shaft. <laughs> Sounds familiar. So, so we grab that. We think it's part of like indented in the rock. It's we have troubles figuring out what that is. It yeah. took us a while. So we're like, oh, fucking figure it out. It's part of a fucking key. <laughs> and so then we walk through the door that's unlocked. Well, you opened up that door. That's the thing is I think you're thinking about later because this first door, I think you just had to put like your watch into it or something. In. No, the door is just unlocked. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. It so you just head right through. Yeah. We grabbed the ring with the tiny shaft <laughs> and then we open up the door. As we open up the door, we see the basculus. No, not a basculus. Uh, a maybe it was lizard creature that was. I think it was basculus. I have a monster manual right next to me. Yep, basilisk. That's what I said. Nah, you said something a little bit different. <laughs> so yeah, you open up a cavern and you see a large, uh, you- somewhat formation of a basilisk. Guy <laughs> <laughs> like the monster manual. <laughs> I was right. We see that, and we're very skeptical Skeptical if it's alive or dead. Yeah. It didn't seem to move once the large door, like, creaked open and made right. a bunch of And this is where... Oh, no. We're good. Yeah. Keep rolling. <laughs> so we open up the door. We see that basculus. It's not moving. It looks a little not alive. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not moving right away. Yeah. And so, it appears to be, like, chained off to a large pillar in the center of the room. So we kind of work our way up to, there's a pillar. Yeah, there's a pillar in the center of the room that he's chained off to. And at the top of the pillar, there's a box. Yeah. And, and so, the pillar's about 10 to 15 feet high. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. It's a large pillar. Yeah. Rourke goes, climbs up the pillar, stealth boy. I think as I walk in, 
we get a better idea like idea of if it's alive or dead it's decayed yeah as you get closer you can see like gaps in the skin and skeleton showing and it's clearly like the skin has been sucked into the bones and yeah and i'm watching where climb up this shit and he's just making a bunch of noise so i'm like okay even if it was like an undead basilisk or something it would have woken up at this point so he did a whole bunch of stealth shit and i'm just cruising up like oh yeah no no big deal Chilling. yeah <laughs> i'm like what are you <laughs> what were you stealthing for so we get the box I'm cautious of what's in the box. I open it away from us, and nothing mm-hmm. happens, so I turn it in, and it's the other part of the... Yeah, the, the other shaft. <laughs> the shaft of prong. <laughs> so I put those together, put it in the door. Yeah, the turn door it, on the far end of the room. And as I turn it, Rourke's like, hey, by the way, I'm leaving you. Yeah, like, he's like, this is your fight to take. <laughs> yeah, and that's where we call the episode. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah. Episode 28. Rourke turns around. He's like, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I can't play this week. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, it turned into a uh, a two-parter. The yeah. session 27 got rushed a little bit because I was like, well, we need to get this to a good stopping point. And I didn't want to, I don't know, have a weird let off. But then it turned into a weird let off because we were like, okay, we can't make this work. <laughs> right. So it turned into the two-parter it is. Which worked out perfectly. Yeah. So we open up the door. Rourke is charging in, but before he charges in, I turn his fist invisible. Just the fist. <laughs> Just Long the... conversation between whether or not it should be all of him, you, or the fist, and you guys decided on the fist. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> Because I imagine, like, okay, he's going to punch this guy with, like, just nothing it's in gonna between. It's going to be nothing there. And just, <laughs> yeah. <"Ooh."> um, <laughs> so he runs in there. He just, he sees Anchor, and he just gives him a fucking punch right in the face. Yeah. But as we walk in, there's shit everywhere. Uh, it doesn't smell great. Yeah. So I don't think there was shit everywhere. There was well, shit all over him. <laughs> well, there was, it smelled like garbage. There was a pile of burning chairs. Mm-hmm. He was covered in brown war paint. Poop. And the fountain didn't look too clean. Right. But there wasn't shit all over the walls. <laughs> well, okay. Well, how much shit can a person produce in two weeks? Enough a week? to paint some war paint. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so as we walk in, Rourke throws up, swallows it back up because it smells like garbage. Yeah. He then proceeds to go up to Anchor, gives a fucking straight punch with the invisible fist, mm-hmm. and then we start interrogating him. Yeah, you guys get into a tad bit of a tussle. He right. kind of loses it and hits you with some shit. And right. You lose it and, like, everybody's kind of, like, on edge. Right. And he seems a tad bit... Uh, Crazy? Yeah. That'd be a good word for it. A little bit insane. Yeah. Cause I, and I felt bad for him, so I was like, all right, well, let's get to see where he's not, like, where he's at. I don't want to fucking kill a crazy guy. Let's, yeah. He's got some reason why he's crazy. He's telling you that you know about, so the faces... The yeah. faces are the hall that you're in. The faces, so Cyprus was the president of the. Red I was Hook anchor gang. before anchor was yeah, anchor. And anchor took over Cyprus's job once Cyprus disappeared. Uh, and Cyprus is having a bit of an issue kind of dealing with that. And he's telling Cyprus, like, you know what's under here. Like, you know that the faces, the faces are a group of people who kind of determine what jobs the Red Hood gang takes and what they're actually going to do and, like, what makes sense for them. And uh, he's telling Cyprus, basically, like, you know what these fuckers do. You know that they're, like, messing up lives. You know that they're doing this and that. And uh, you're just okay with it. And Cyprus well, has no idea. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm like, <laughs> sure, man, I, I don't remember because, you know, I've lost my memory since episode one. Yeah. I have no idea about the faces or what they do or 
their agenda or whatever. So their gender we, or whatever uh, agenda. Oh, he said their gender or whatever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, their agenda. <laughs> Anchor's like, all right. Well, I know where they're at. There, there's something underneath this fountain. He said, uh, "Yeah, I believe. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Anchor was kind of pushing you guys that way. Yeah. So he's like, all right, there's symbols on this pillar in in the fountain. Mm-hmm. We've got to turn it. We got to turn it. I'm like, which way, dude? And he's like, I don't know. You just got to do it. And so I'm like, we do a little investigating. We see some fucking symbols on the wall. We turn it the correct way. It's only one way we could have turned it the right way right off the bat. It was just heavy for him. <laughs> yeah. Kind of do it alone. It's a huge pillar. Yeah. And as we turn it, the fountain starts to leak water underneath and it you can spreads see it open. And shit. Yeah. yeah. Like Harry Potter. And there's a mm-hmm. pathway underneath. Bum, bum, bum. Bah. And that's where we call the episode. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, Ten God. minutes of that. Ten minute parlor. <laughs> uh, so we, all right, we're, me and work are talking like, okay, well, it's fucking pitch black down there. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know what's happening. We'll just, you know, Anchor is a little crazy. Like, let's just send him down there first. And we send him down there first, and the dude just fucking books it. Oh, he starts running. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, shit. Oh, that was a bad idea. And so we were trying to chase him down the stairs. And as we we're catching up to him, he like kind of does like, oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> and trips or steps on a fucking tile or something. And He steps on a floor tile. Yeah. yeah and fucking arrows are shooting from the, from the wall. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot style. Yep. And we're like, okay. Well, he gets out of it, comes yeah. back to you guys, and he's covered in darts. Or did you guys, you guys all just ran through it at that point. Yeah. You guys all got hit decently, but he was covered in darts from top to bottom that you guys plucked out of his skin, I believe. Uh, Rourke plucked it out of himself. Out of Rourke's self? Yeah. He's like, And did you guys leave the darts in, or did, oh, I don't think. might have made it through, Yeah, I don't think Eric got hit. He set it off, but he sprinted through it quick enough. Yeah. So then Rourke pulls out the the darts out of him, and he makes a sound effect. Doink, doink, doink. (laughs) And... We're like, okay, Anchor, we know we're, you're eager. Let's fucking dial it back. You'll be in the back of the line, and me and work will continue on. We continue on. Nothing really happens. I take a rest because after getting hit by Anchor one or two times and then also hitting, getting hit by the darts, I'm like, oh, shit, that took a lot of health. Oh, and then falling off the, the Falling off the scaffolding and everything, yeah. Right, so I'm like, all right, I got to take a rest. Mm. So we take a rest there. And Anchor is losing his mind. He's ready to go. He's not sleeping. Rourke does a half rest. Where yeah, he's like, like pacing around yeah. you guys. Rourke is like watching him, but also trying to sleep at the same time. And Rourke, or not Rourke, uh, Anchor's like pulling at his robes. And as like when we wake up, he's like almost completely disrobed. He's ripped everything off. Yeah, he's like tearing it to shreds. And so like, oh, fuck, Jesus Christ. Well, thanks for staying. You know, you didn't take off in the middle of the night. I'm well rested. Anchor's half a rest. Yeah, what he needed. Yeah, and so we continue on, and as we continue on, we notice that the 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 next ten fifteen feet in front of us, the tiles are kind of inset another inch or two. Yeah, and we're like, "Ooh, what's this mean?" And so Anchor's very eager to go, so we send him. He's like, "Do I run? Do I walk?" I'm like, "Okay, well, just walk." And as soon as he steps on that first tile. The whole floor starts to raise, like uh, yeah. The first one first, and then it kind of teeters Stepping, down. Stepping, yeah. yeah. So Steps like the down. first tower raises quicker. The one after that raises a 
second later. And... So me and Rory are like, oh shit, we gotta go. And we run across, barely making it. Mm-hmm. Anchor has some issues. Mm-hmm. And so we fucking try to pull him out and we barely make it. Well, his foot gets caught. Yeah, yeah his, foot, his foot gets caught in the squishing. Yeah, it becomes a pancake of meat and bone. And so I take off part of his robe that he's already torn off. I'm like, all right, whatever. And we do some medicine checks, not very well, to do a tourniquet. Yeah. We kind of walk him through the most of the area. And then Rourke's like, all right, I'll just give him a piggyback ride. There's a one last trap <laughs> that we step over. And then we meet. We get. Uh, we don't meet anybody yet. We nope. get to the end of this tunnel. And we see a, go ahead and describe it. Uh, it's a large, dark cavern. Uh, you could hear kind of dew dripping off of the ceiling, but more importantly than all of that, you see a large glowing white light looming in the center of this room, floating, not on a pillar or anything, just in the center of the room, and it puts off a like a light white where you can see the object, but it's not blinding you in any way. And as you guys approach deeper into that room... I hear a voice that says, Nice to finally see you again, Cypress, and I get dusted. With some sleeping dust, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And that's where we call it. Boom. Episode 29. Yes. As I fall asleep, I wake up at the same time. I'm awake and I'm asleep. You know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, when you, when you fall asleep and then you wake up. Yeah, and then it's like, holy shit, where'd the time go? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get enough sleep at all. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I have to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> So I wake up and I am surrounded by the group of faces that are all wearing steel masks. Steel masks kind of cloaks over them, kind of covering their bodies. And it's like a singular face. It has no mouth necessarily, but it's a long jawed face with just eye holes in it. And uh, yeah, you can hear speaking between, I believe there were four or five of them in front of you. And you hear speaking coming from the group of them, but you can never quite place where it's coming from. You hear one speak, and then you hear another kind of say something. And you could tell once it was switching sides, but it was never quite on place of who exactly was talking to you. Right. And I was caught off guard by this because I thought I was just going to wake up outside the whole camp and just like, okay, there's my wagon, Tusk, go somewhere else. Yeah. So I was like, oh, shit, these are the faces. And they start asking me questions. I'm like, oh, well, hang on. If you're going to ask me questions, let's, I'll, <laughs> let's, you know, what's fair is fair. I'll ask you a question. You ask me a question back and forth. Question off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I learned some stuff, but I wish I was prepared. So I had some more questions, better questions to ask. But essentially kind of figure out some stuff. They're asking about my life and what I remember and what my tasks were and what happened recently. Right. At the Witten Empire and whatnot. And- right. Who directed you to do that? Right. And then they're like, all right, well, that's all we need. Uh, if you want to be part of this gang again, essentially, just uh, there's a guy outside the door and we're going to do a mission. It's pretty easy. Guy owes us money and you're going to have to prove get, yourself. Yeah. Get you your got to mo- prove that you're still with us, basically. Yeah. Get this money back. Yeah. Do a simple job. Yeah. The debt that's owed to the Red Hook gang. Uh, walk out the door and there is a guy named Habiki who is also known as Kip. From the Come On, Ride With Me. Come On, Ride With Me podcast. Uh, It's a pretty strange podcast. Cool idea. Something I didn't know I'd be interested in, but I really like it. Uh, He kind of breaks down Japanese action films, but like 
the good ones, like the old Godzillas and old Power Rangers. So it's like an action sport one where they build the whole prop sets where like you see the cities that Godzilla is fighting over. Right. And they're smashing through them when so, really they're a foot tall and the man's in a suit. And, but yeah. there's multiple, there's hundreds of these types of shows. Right. From what I understand, it's like, come on. I, what, yeah, I'm terrible whatever at the Japanese the, the, part of yeah, it. Yeah, the, the name on. of it, it is, it's like the the genre of Godzilla. Power Rangers, yeah, stuff like that. That's like we're doing no justice. No, no. <laughs> he, he tells a really good description of it. I really don't know how to describe it. I mean, if you want to listen to episode twenty nine, the just the first minute, two minutes, he'll describe it perfectly. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, and we we had a bit of an issue with this one for some reason. We were having internet issues the whole time. We restarted about four times. Four or five times. Yeah, we did the intro and. It was just a constant just issues until finally we got it going in the last bit there. But it's a really cool, I, like, it covers a topic that you didn't think you'd be interested in because it's so long ago. But now that you think about it, you're like, I actually really loved watching those shows. Right. Like, and it seems like there's more recent Yeah, he's shows been like watching that. more recent ones, yeah. and he breaks them down with people who have never watched them before. And I think with people who have had, you and I might be on an episode yeah. sometime this summer. It's It's pretty badass. So he kind of plays a character that's based on a show that they're doing as a kind of watch for their show. Because oh, okay. wa- the new girl who he has on his podcast watches this new show and him and another friend kind of break it down and talk to her about how she likes it and whatnot. And it had Hibiki in it. Okay. And that's where this character that he plays in this episode comes from. Yep. So his name's Hibiki. Yes. So as I walk out the door, there's Hibiki. Hibiki's like, all right, what are we doing? It's up to you, you know, like you got to tell me you're the lead on this. I'm just watching and making sure that you're following and doing what the Red Hook gang wants. So I tell him, okay, we got to go. This guy owes a debt. We got to go make sure that he pays it off. And so we start traveling to, um, at the time we didn't know his name, but it's the guy's name's Hugsby. Hugsby. Start traveling to Hugsby's hut. And as we're traveling there, he fucking, <laughs> he's just singing some weird shit like, how many seals are in the grass and dolphins 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 come on ah. <laughs> so i'm like i'm trying to sing along i'm like i just want to be part of the gang again if old cyprus was part of this then new cyprus thinks it should be as well yeah it should yeah. be cool you know so we travel to hugsby's house and he's got this shop in the middle of the forest and he's his house is like covered in it is made of vines it's like kind of no it's like you could see that it was a cabin but he's just kind of engulfed it in vines uh, okay. more than anything yeah so i'm knocking the door and I open the door there's hugsby and he looks at me he's like oh hello and then he looks at hibiki and he gets terrified mm-hmm. Ooh, shit i know something's wrong and so this is where it gets a little weird for me because i didn't know where to put myself i didn't know who's right who's wrong and so I wasn't going to go full force on either side. Hugsby offers us to come inside, have some tea. Mike Hugsby, you owe the Red Hook gang some money. Mm-hmm. Where is it at? And he only had about half of it. Yeah, around there. Yeah. And then Hibiki's kind of leading on like, hey, no, we need it all right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like pressuring him and blah, blah. And Hibiki the whole time, he's got this, he's doing like a two-face or the uh, old country, for, no old country, or old men. Oh, fuck. He's doing two-face. a two-face. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a two-face coin flip. He's doing a two... But he's kind of just flipping it at his fingers the whole time. Right. Waiting. So it uh, gets a little heated because Hugsby's got no no gold. Not, n- not what not he has. Not enough. Yeah. He has some, but not enough. 
and I offered to buy some of his product, mm-hmm. trying to like make up some of it, but I didn't. But you didn't even have I it. I didn't have it. So yeah. I'm like, fuck. And Hibiki's like pressuring me, and I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Uh, all right. And Hibiki's like, hugs me, heads or tails. Yeah. And he flips a coin, and he's like, Cypress, go look at that coin. I'm like, okay. And as I go to reach for the coin, I hear a neck snap. Mm-hmm. And I turn around, and Hibiki's snap hugs me's neck. Yeah. And we get in a little argument. I'm like, why do you have to do that? We could have done this way. So like, so many different ways we could have done it. Yeah. And then he throws a fireball at me. Bum, bum, bum. Player versus player. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this should just turn to PvP, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And Hibiki was a man that made his own character. He min-maxed it. He min-maxed it well. <laughs> I didn't realize that at the time. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Well, we're in a tussle. This is going to get rough. Because the damage I already just received was quite a bit already. Mm-hmm. So I think I just try to run out the door, a thunderstep out. thunderstep out through the house yep. to get outside of the building. But he has it to where I can't remember what he had. He had monk-like abilities, basically, <laughs> to where he can travel 180 feet or whatever in <laughs> yeah. a turn. He's right on me already. We're <laughs> yeah. playing hide-go-seek the whole time. He thundersteps. He traveled 180 feet to catch up to him within a thunderstep. <laughs> yeah. And then you go invisible. I have him rolling disadvantage attacks constantly through that. Because I turned myself invisible, yeah. But you couldn't, your distance, he kind of knew the distance because he caught up so much. Yeah. That you were within range, so I had him rolling disadvantage, and he fucking connects on disadvantage. And he hits me. So then I'm, and I roll a terrible con save, and now I'm visible. Yeah. And then... I try he to kills run. You. <laughs> I try to run, but he he's got so many attacks. I, he has three attacks because he's playing a warlock fighter. Something insane. Something insane. Yeah, he multi-classed and he wrecked my shit. Yeah, I'm dead. Yeah, and so behind the scenes, I messaged him and uh, I in the text I said either Cypress does it this way and you can kind of follow this storyline, or if Cypress doesn't kill Hugsby. I need you to try and kill him. And he was just like, okay. <laughs> it's like, so like, I was like, I don't know how the story's going to play out after that, but like, it, kill him if you need to. And he was like, all right. And he did. And he did. <laughs> yeah. I had no fighting chance. No. <laughs> Not at all. You have running shit. Yeah. You're like, flee with Thunderstep. He's on your ass again. Already. Like, yeah. I'm like, holy shit. He did like a dash feet and some other bullshit. I'm like, Holy fuck. Yeah. I had no chance. I was so ready to just hide in the trees for so long, but his triple attack just fucking wrecked me. Well, yeah, you rolled disadvantage three times, but your AC's so fucking low that it's not hard to hit. <laughs> so even with disadvantage on his third roll, he fucking connects. Yeah. And so I die. Mm-hmm. And uh, don't know what to do with myself, because I'm dead, but I wake up too. do. Being tied to a tree. Yep. And a large dragonborn and some scale male kind of standing over you, questioning you. And that's where our buddy Chris hopped back in. Yep. He was there for session three and four. Yep. His band did the kick-ass intro and outro that you guys hear for our podcast every week. The low season. And they are currently editing their album. Yeah, they're almost done. I think back then he said that they're almost done, but they're they actually have now recording. he's saying August, September, expect an album. Yeah, there you go. So we will definitely let all of you know once that comes out because the intro song's too fucking metal to just ignore the band who made right. it. Right. So 
This is where he joined in again. <laughs> and this was our second in-person game. Yeah. And we're going to be hopping into more of those here soon now that everybody's being safe and... Mostly vaccinated. Shit's getting clean. Yeah. I think the next in-person one will be my younger brother. Yeah. That'd be cool. You awaken to him standing over you, tying you to a tree, as Hugsby's house is now currently on fire because a fireball was tossed within the household. <laughs> yeah. So... Fucking Hibiki threw that shit in there. Yeah. Uh, and you awaken pretty fucked up and at one hit point. Yeah. Yep. What happened then? This one's going to be a hard one to recall because I was already pretty drunk when we started. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it pretty damn well. That was the most recent one we played, so let's go through it. Yeah. He asks, he's pretty much questioning me because he's like, we got to go get fucking Hugsby. Why'd you Hug kill my friend, basically? Yeah. Hugsby's my friend. We got to go get him. Mm -hmm. What the fuck's going on? I'm like, I got, I got, I'm almost dead, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he enticed me pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's just like, all right, cool, whatever. And Chris is fun to play with, but he doesn't role play, role play very much. No, he's just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, so it was like, I told him like, oh, question him all this and this. And he was just like, asked you two questions, untied your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right. I think I asked him questions. So yeah. I'm like, What's your name? I'm Smithifer. I was like, okay, all right. Yeah, Smithifer, that's right. Smithifer unties me. We. He's like, I got to go in here. Blah, blah. Think. He, he's got a uh, healing touch, so he heals me as well. Yeah, well, he's a cleric, so like he revive, he revivified you because he'd been watching that fight take place. Once you and Hibiki were out there fighting, he was already heading to Hugsby's. Oh, I see. So he came outside, saw you, he heard the yelling from inside and heard Hugsby talking about paying a debt. He then heard silence, and then all of a sudden the explosion happened in the building, an explosion happens outside of the building, and he sees Hibiki book it outside and yeah. uh, chase you down. And so he was kind of watching the whole thing. So he saw you die, and then he ran up to you quick enough to revivify right. you, tie you up. And and I kind of explained that situation to him. Like, okay, well, yeah. I was with this guy, blah, blah. He, he, killed, he killed that. Yeah. But he didn't know who killed who. Right. But yeah. He revivifies me, heals me some, and he's like, all right, well, you're still fucking low. I'll go save Hugsby. Yeah. As he walks in, Hugsby's liquefied almost uh well done <laughs> <laughs> melting his skin his flesh is melting away from his skull yeah <laughs> and as he's in there he falls down the the building collapses he approaches hugsby's body right and falls into a pit in the floor right. yeah and then he yells out for me i run in there misty step down and now we're on this underground cave that hugsby has built his house on yeah and it made sense then, but not before, because Hugsby's like, I can't move my store. And I'm like, why can't you move your store? And you were asking him a lot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Just move. <laughs> well, apparently he's got this underground fucking herbs. He's got herbs. Cavern, yeah, yeah a good cavern for mushrooms. And all that shit. So he's like, he's sitting on a gold mine, essentially, yeah. for the druid class. And he's just like, I can't move it. I'm like, why? He's like, I can't. <laughs> well, why would he tell you? You're part of the Red Hook gang. Exactly. <laughs> So now I'm in this gold mine of herbs underneath mm -hmm. his house. Yeah, and they're glowing and illuminating the cavern in front of you. And deep within the cavern, you begin to hear uh, clitter clatters. Clitter clatters. Clickety clackers? One of the two. Uh, you realize that you're a bit hurt still. Yeah. Well, we hear the clickety clack. You hear the clickety clack, and then you guys are like talking about like, do we jump into this? Do we not? And you're like, oh, I'm at nine hit points because he gave you a little bit of health. On top of revivifying you. Right. And you're like, I should take a little nappy nap. Oh, that's right. I do take a little nappy nap. Yeah. <laughs> Cypress can nappy nap anywhere. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, being a sorcerer on your own, you you learn to sleep wherever you can. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, this guy that was questioning me not two minutes ago is now letting me sleep right in front of him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wake up, ready to go. We the clicky clacks a little bit closer. Yeah. And we follow the the shiny mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. So you come to like a wind the road. One goes to kind of darkness. Yeah. And it seems a bit quieter, and then the other's illuminated and still has light from the mushrooms, but you hear the clickety-clack coming from deeper and deeper down in that cave, and you guys head towards the noise. Yep. And then we come across some crab people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were they called? I, I can't call uh, them crab people in the episode. Me. Chool. Chools. C-H-U-L-U-U-L. C-H-U-U-L. Chool. Chews. They're large crawdad crawfish type creatures, uh, but these ones were only standing about four feet tall, so they were definitely kind of undergrown at that point. Right. You and Smithifer put in some work, tear through some of them. Smithifer gets hit a few times during the fight, but manages to hold on tight. Right. We're doing it up. Like he's yeah. hitting them, and I'm finishing them off. He's hitting the other one, finishing them off. And at this point, Smithifer told you, "Hey, I came to Hugsby's house because." Well, he sent me a letter recently, and like oh, his right. his cavern had been infested with some bugs, and he needed uh, Smith the first help to reclaim his kind of little treasure deep down there in the cavern. Right, and that's why Smith was on his way there, and that's when your guys's chaos erupted when he was outside the house. Right, you guys knock out the few of those, then you begin heading deeper and deeper into the cavern. Right, and it narrows down. Yeah. And when it narrows down, we're we're like we still hear clickety clacks, but now a little bit heavier, so larger clickety clacks. Right. So we're yeah. <laughs> I'm peering around the corner of the cave, or as the bend turns, I'm peering and I see one giant chool. 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 As I see it, I had a fireball prepared and I yeah blast it. Do and some. Started damage. blasting. It started blasting. <laughs> I think then Smithifer goes in there. Starts hacking away, or he had some, he had some spiritual weapons that he could do from afar. Yeah, he had. Yeah, he's not great at reading character sheets, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> he had a lot more than he thought he did. Uh, yeah. So we killed that thing pretty quick, pretty easy. It happened really fast. Yeah. The, then once you guys were like, okay, it's not multiple enemies, it's one. You're right. That's the issue. Is I need to throw like thirty goblins at you <laughs> and I can kill you. I throw one monster, it's dead. Yeah, yeah. Because we're prepared then. Because it's like, oh, lean up to this. Yeah. Just like uh, you know, in a any video game, like okay, there's a lot of minions here. Bought the mini bosses. <laughs> yeah. Where's the big guy? Yeah. Get prep. Get prep. <laughs> yeah. I've stored every weapon that I could have sold. <laughs> What's gonna happen? <laughs> right. <laughs> so we kill the giant crab person, and then uh, there's a box set sitting right in the middle of the room. Yeah. Covered in vines, and right. you guys cut away at them and. So we open it. I'm not remembering now. Yeah. Uh, we open it, and there's a giant mushroom. There is. At the top. Matching the ones that have been growing out of the walls. Right. So me and Smithifer decide, okay, we got to take this box to Hugsby because it might have healing properties. <laughs> We're thinking Mario. <laughs> yep. Big old mushroom. Life up. <laughs> <laughs> so we go. We take it back to Hugsby. I take a chunk off the mushroom, yep. shove it in Hugsby's mouth and chew it for him. Clamp his jaws. <laughs> yeah, you take his dead skull in his jaw and push them together. Yep, nothing happens. No. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, I decide to take a piece and then eat it. Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. 
I I realized that it it's either me or Smithifer that realized that it's part of an ingredient for something bigger. Yeah, it's just a it's a ingredient. Yeah, right. like you don't make a potion out of one thing. Right. But neither of you are alchemist. Yes, we the man who is had a snapsack. <laughs> uh, Smithifer was cautious as like, well, there's got to be a little something more to this, and he pulls out the uh, uh, the cushioning underneath the mushroom. Right. Yeah. And there is a wand. It looked like a tree branch, but it had like vines curled around it up to the tip. It kind of spread the vines grow a bit like less and less as the vines kind of curled just around the tip of it. It's a wand of entanglement. And where does Smithipper go? Uh, well, you guys head up to the top of the house and uh, I think he just says kind of peace. I can't really remember either. I haven't <laughs> had the chance to listen to this one yet. Yeah, I can't remember he either. He dips. He's uh, gone. And I have you kind of say like, and and what are you going to be doing, Cypress? And you uh, kind of talk through the I have so many 10 different paths yeah. that you can go down right now. Yeah. All right. Well, that took a little longer than yeah, I, I thought it would. It's two it hours now, always will. and we probably cut it down to an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But thank you guys for listening out there. Be kind to each other. Have a good summer. Be safe. Yilly. Yilly. Have a kick-ass day. I don't like that you're stealing. <laughs>